Hey friends, welcome to Anna, Acacia, and Adulting. Yep, that was a lot of A's in one mouthful, but don't worry, it's going to be A-okay. We've created this podcast to help uncover, share, and talk through this thing we call adulting. You know, the stuff they should have taught you in school, but either don't or simply can't because life is your teacher. From finances to love life to how you grocery shop for one person, the changing ways of the world today, we got you covered. We told you, it'd be A-okay. We would like to thank today's podcast sponsor. Okay, so we don't technically have a sponsor yet, but wink, wink, nudge, nudge, it could be you or your business here. Sponsorships and advertisements help fuel our fire and support our Ernest Ice Cream Fund, one of our favorite local businesses here in Vancouver. Send us a DM or email if you're interested. Welcome to episode four of the Adulting Podcast with Anna and Keisha. I'm Anna, if you can hear my voice. I'm Acacia. Also, side note, we're back in my apartment. So if you hear cars going by, crows crowing, people randomly talking in the background, that's just people outside my window or door. Acacia is very thin inner walls and uh we have a busy street that we live on so today's episode is talking about holidays and we're just going to make a note that we are recording this a few about a month before one major canadian holiday we should mention canadian holiday it's going to be coming out around canadian thanksgiving which is much earlier than the american thanksgiving and maybe other countries celebrate Thanksgiving at different times. But we just wanted to touch base on this. Uh, It's about holidays and dealing with relationships, dealing with family relationships, and the time and how, as you become an adult, holidays are different for you. Yes. So, gosh. Where do we even start with this one? I think only because episode three was about money, I want to start talking about budgets and money. Okay, let's do a quick how to budget for the holidays. Great. Go, Anna. Okay. Budget. First of all, do it. Write out who you need to buy gifts for, how much you're willing to spend. This is where it gets tricky, I find, for relationships because you've got those like half friends and acquaintances where they may be in a financial situation and gift you something and you're like, oh, I can definitely not return the favor. That is where those munchy mix, caramel popcorn, big cookie batches, I love food, obviously, come really in handy because you can still gift give or those, um, like pre-made hot chocolate mixes and jars for people. Yeah. That's a great idea. But for the people you know you're buying gifts for, budget yourself. So is it $50 for every family member? Uh, my family within this certain cousin, uncle, aunts, once you turn 21, you're in this pool of doing secret Santa. So instead of everyone buying about seven or eight gifts, you buy one, it's a $100 item. So it's a little bit higher in price, but then it allows you to actually purchase something that might be a little bit more. I know you do Secret Santa in your immediate family as well. Yeah, for my family, it was like as soon as you turned 18, you just stopped getting gifts from the family. Yep. And so let's we just get together for dinner for holidays. Uh, This year, obviously, being COVID, it's going to be immediate family only. It's going to be weird. um, Which is going to be so so weird i'm not i don't i don't already like it like the thought of it i'm just like we're not there yet but um for my immediate family we actually switched last year to secret santa there's only four of us um and we set our budget i think at like 120 and we loved it it was so less stressful Mm -hmm. it was nicer because you know nobody knew what that one person was gonna get in um other than the one person buying for it. So it was like this like kind of reveal yeah. um, and kind of special between each person. 
And I think I really like it for cousins. We get to, we try and get together for friends. Um, we try and get together as a group and just have like an evening where wine is shared and whatnot. Hot that might dinners. look a little bit different this year, but, but may not. Um, it, it might just be a little bit more intimate with like different chunks of people yep. at different yep. times. Um, and I'm a huge card giver. Your, you make homemade cards, uh, something about combining with gifts as well. So if you have siblings and you are buying for parents or anyone, can you combine your budgets together to actually mm -hmm. provide someone an item versus like a $10 shirt from Old Navy that's fast fashion? Let's put try and push away from that. Or something like, can you invest in something that's bigger and better that that person actually is looking for? So if somebody right. wants like a laptop, can the whole family who would be buying gifts for them anyway, combine their money together to purchase something that this person actually more needs than wants? Mm -hmm. um, and think about experiences too. I don't mm -hmm. know. I think you're better about that. And can we just like promote local this year? Yes. Like, go to that, you know, that shop that's run by those two local ladies get or a gift card gift cards are silly but that supports that business supports that business um go on etsy because people are making those things mm -hmm. by hand really supporting the the local communities um even if they're not in your local local but you know that they're like a small business medium i think we could go medium Me size medium even. small whatever that means to you um even getting your cards like instead of i mean I say chapters, I mean, I love chapters and they are providing jobs for people, but maybe go on Etsy and get those like Christmas packs yep. that are like um, hand designed by someone who, you know, is making money off of their art and you know that their money is going to go directly towards that person and the company that's printing those products Are those person. little like tinker shops? Is that a word? Tinker? Tinker, tinker shops? shops? If you're a tinker person, I'm not a tinker person. Those shops like, kind of get they, me a candle. They get me a bit much. That's where I'm like tinkering is like candles you probably just heard a bunch of crows crowing so funny um, um on that note too i love the idea of of artist cards or or supporting businesses and also something um i think we both try and make an effort to reduce our our footprint and be e more eco-friendly so something about wrapping paper how can you choose to do wrapping paper? my mom's totally going to disagree with this because i think she loves wrapping paper but you have a great idea okay I recently pulled this one out of the hat. And if you have somebody who loves to sew, okay, so first of all, wrapping paper, I usually wrap in, well, my mom makes me rewrap my gifts <laughs> sometimes with like oh my the family theme of the year. Oh yeah. We all have those people. But I've wrapped gifts in newspaper before. Newspaper just grab off the corner of your street. Like it's I've, always there. The parchment brown packing paper okay recyclable much better to recycle much more recyclable but i'll actually wrap my gift in that and then hand write or draw beautiful on the on the box itself what a good idea here's one that's going to be like completely eco-friendly but if you've got like my mother has a plethora of fabric your mother i think my mother as well and has your mother a closet or anybody in your family that's like super sew person like quilts my my where our mom says like bags and stuff my mom calls them celebrities celebrities if you go to celebrity <laughs> in your house in your in your family wrap your gift in a fabric, fabric. and then so use good. like hair ties and like create bows with like excess like 
fabric that they might have. That is a wrapping way that not only is different, but then you just fold it back up and give it back to the person and then they can reuse it for whatever project they're gonna because sell Because if it. we think about what is wrapping paper? It's the idea of unwrapping something. That's what's exciting. So fabric, newspaper, it, it's the action I feel. I mean, it looks pretty for the start, but then it's the action of um, unwrapping. So we're talking holidays. So this is obviously, we both celebrate Christmas for any of your holidays during the winter months, um, but also birthdays. I think it's super applicable mm -hmm. for anniversaries. If you want to host, if you want to give a host a gift, yep. maybe wrap it up in a new tea towel. Ooh. So it becomes like the whole thing is a gift Smart. and nothing is wasted. Um, and just reuse bags. My mom, oh my gosh, I have never just, bought a bag. I know, I just have this little like, and if the tissue paper is still good, Flatten it, fold it. We are, first of all, we just don't have the budget. I'm just so lazy to go out and buy something. No, some I too. have the budget. I just don't want to spend my money on it. It just seems so useless because it's it's just, you can reuse. Can I let you in on a funny story? I guess so. I, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I used to be in high school, like my early 20s. If we were at a party, mm -hmm. no matter what that party was, and if there was like tissue paper, you would steal it. I would take it. all the tissue paper, I would fold it, and then I'd go home and iron it out so it would lay even flatter. And I'll then share I the stack. same story, but not the iron out part. That's a little far. Oh, I don't iron anymore, but I did for years, like reflatten it. It's very satisfying. It, I don't oh, get those crinkles. Out. I don't have an iron, so I do not blame you for doing that. But I just. People like we can make the world go round. And if anyone, um, I also just keep in mind if you are using like store bought wrapping paper, not every recycling and city recycling, they talk about this a lot more during the winter holidays, but some of it can't be recycled because it's kind of got a plastic or shine to it. Or the sparkles. The sparkles. Oh, okay. She got a text message, everyone. <laughs> you can't get, um, so just make sure that it's recyclable if you are going to use store bought wrapping paper. Um, and, we just want to talk kind of, we are both in a place where um, for the first time last year, I had a partner come home with me, which was very exciting. Um, Acacia's still waiting for that I during the winter months. I brought a boy <laughs> for a holiday. <laughs> Voice is going higher, so that's like 2,400 years. It's been a long time. And I think what we want to talk about is whether it's your your partner, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, wherever you are in your life, um, it's getting more complicated as you become an adult because maybe your sibling has a partner, maybe you're in a split family situation. Um, and I think open conversation is the best way to handle this and mm -hmm. plan ahead. Also, when you are the single person yes. and you start becoming an adult and you... I think the single person just gets like, oh, they'll just like join. But for me, for so many years, I was like, but I want to go and like have a friend's giving mm. or I want like I told my mom I was scared shitless to tell my mom that I don't want to come over Christmas Eve night anymore because right. I want to go to my restaurant holiday party, which always happens on Christmas Eve. That's like your partner celebration. That is <laughs> Oh, that's so sad. But it's they're not. like my extended family. Like that's my second family here in the city is people at the restaurant. Um, because it doesn't matter if you've worked there or not, like past and present. Yep. Um, and very, 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 very close uh, patrons of this restaurant come for Thanksgiving dinner. And I wanted to do that, which means that I wanted to actually drink and be able to like 
sleep in my own home and then come to Christmas which down, is you know it's in like the communication and I had to communicate my mom my mom was like great but like I only thought that I had to have those excuses if I had a partner I think when you but I'm an adult and I need to make my own decisions and create my own life yeah I've always gone home to my hometown of Calgary for every Christmas since moving to Vancouver um, and last year there was extended family coming because if there was an extended family and my boyfriend coming home, I may have not gone home. And this year with COVID, we are in the pandemic currently. Um, I don't know if I'll go home and what that looks like. And I think for us, we rarely have extended family join us. It's just my immediate family. So it's kind of looking at, okay, what is this celebration more as kids? It was obviously much more exciting. Um, if COVID wasn't happening, I was going to suggest to my family, we all, instead of buying each other gifts, we're all adults. Let's go to Mexico. Let's go to Hawaii. Oh, that's Because we're at a place where we don't have extended family. We don't do big dinners with the neighbors and stuff. That's just not my the way my family's been. So what does that look like? And I can just not get over these crows in the background. They are like our neighborhood I don't even know. They're like the neighborhood rats. I can see it. Like, can you please be quiet, dude? Oh my gosh. But as you get older, I think those are conversations that definitely every person, every family has their own thing. Like I alternate um, dinner with, you know, I alternate with my immediate family and my uncle's family. We alternate. And then we only go when the two daughters are, you know, they've all linked it up so that when the daughters are in town, yes. we all congregate, and then the opposite years, we kind of like all you spread have to apart. split. But I think as like a single person, I'm always like, "Well, when do I get to call the shots?" Yes. And you just got it. Like it doesn't matter if you're 31 or you're 23. Yep. Like you're an adult, and you don't have to. I think I'm saying is that you don't have to follow tradition, and if it's I, not working for you anymore. Thanksgiving, I have been home for Thanksgiving once in the last, maybe twice in the last eight years, which is sad. And unfortunately, I'm at a place where it's quite normal for me now. But it's also like, what does that mean to me now? Is it is it that important FaceTime call and joining the parents? Is it Friendsgiving? I was um, going to say, like, I know so many people who have like Orphansgiving, Friendsgiving. Orphansgiving? Yes, yeah, so and you don't go home. Oh, like home is really far. That so you sounds stay really here. strong. I know. I like the Friendsgiving version Friendsgiving better. Is better. And what is it about? Like if that is the weekend for you to find yourself again, and if that just happens to be the time of the year it lands, then that's it. Um, I think it's very hard with um, split families. And we talk split families, whether it's like you're splitting your time between families. Like I know my brother may be with his partner's family for Christmas Eve and not Christmas Day, and the next year it switches. So it's all that coordination of, like, which year are you away and together and making making sure the siblings are together at the same meal. Yeah. It's very complicated. I think one of the things that used to come up with me a lot is the pressure. Tons of pressure. Like, not even just from your family, but from commercialization of holidays. Like. Oh, it's like this thing about following tradition that I have. It's like, I love tradition things and yep. I hate other traditional things. And just whatever ones light you up, mm-hmm. go with. If they're not lighting you up, communicate that. And maybe they're not lighting up somebody else. Yeah. Um, and then you can have that common ground and you can adapt traditions or or throw them out, if you will be. But 
the pressure to make holidays these like I used to things. I used to, I guess, like I would say like 19 to 21. I was like, it should be this huge thing when I come home. And then I realized, you know, I know it's just a time to like slow down. Yeah. Reconnect. Drink a little bit of wine. And also for me, I've to go home for holidays is at least $400. And so I'm now at that place where if my, if I don't have the funds and maybe, and it's going to sound really rude, but I don't see the value in going home. Mm-hmm. I love my family, but what is my purpose to be there? I have to ask for help and say, I will split the fight with you. If you want me to come home and I want to come home, can I split the fight with you? Or can I drive? Or because sometimes like you feel the pressure that you have to come home and you're like, but wait, I can't make it there. But you, the pressure from someone is there. So can, can they help you? Oh, and here's another thing. Jealousy over the people that can go home oh for a gosh. hot second. Let's just pause because I get jealous right. of people who get to take two weeks off mm. or a week off or five days and go home and not work. Yeah. My holidays are not holidays. Yes, yeah, sorry, Keisha. I have like every year because university you get almost three weeks to four weeks off. And then because all my work's always been following a school year of sort of such. So this year might be my first year of like working and getting like two days off. Yeah. I mean, I know people are in that situation all the time. Like I'm not the only anybody out there, yep. but just like if you get jealous, like I do <laughs> over people who okay. like take holiday and they go off and they relax and they chill with their family and they just don't do anything and they sip hot chocolate or they're I, that's why I have such a huge desire, what is that called, goes by, to go somewhere tropical during Christmas right. is because I actually want to experience it's a, stop. a holiday. It's a stop. It's a holiday. A stop, a rest, a chill instead of feeling like, okay, I can literally get one day and then I'm back to the grind of it. And so many of us are in that situation, but I had to acknowledge that I get in got very jealous of people also but if it works for your family something to touch on that i've never done it but i i I do know of people who have if everyone in your family is working boxing day you're all in retail you have to work boxing day that's the thing can you all take the first week of january off and go away like the pressure of having to do it on christmas eve christmas day we're talking christmas because that's where we we relate and that's everyone has different family traditions but is there a time where you can all go away and celebrate together and, and call that your Christmas? Or maybe spring break is the time mm-hmm. that you gather together again. And this, I mean, I'm saying it and I'm also like hearing myself say back to me, like, <laughs> and sinking fund and all these things make that a priority. Like if yes. I'm complaining about how jealous I am about people getting time off and me feeling like I have to consistently work, that's me setting up those things for myself. That's yep. me perpetuating that cycle and that way of thinking. So Maybe I just have to say during the 20th and the 27th, you shut I take her down. no clients. <laughs> I shut her down. You shut her down. And you, it's, it's for me, I've definitely done that. Delete the email off your phone, like full delete, like stop, delete it off your phone, delete the Instagram. Yeah. You can go back on your computer and look at it when, when you are engaged enough. But I think on the phone during the holidays, I've like turned my phone just completely off. Because those who need to know where I am, know where I am. Right. And everyone, it also encourages everyone else to stop talking. Like, not <laughs> not stop talking, but stop the work and the thoughts from continuing. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Shut her down. 
I need, I'm going to shut her down. We'll get back to you post Christmas. Yeah. How this all goes. I thought of one thing about adulting. We should touch base. Episode three was about budgeting. Um, as you become an adult too, if you were from a family, I'm speaking from personal experience where, you know, a family dinner around the holidays, there's an expectation that the parents would maybe pay for it. And as I've become older, I've opened the conversation of, okay, we're going for dinner with these people. Am I expected to pay for my own meal? And the reason why I asked that, or am I expected to pay for the family? Because if my budget is going to, let's say, I'm just thinking McDonald's, but like McDonald's is, is, is expensive now, but maybe you're thinking of going to your local taco place and then your parents are like, no, we're going to the nicest steakhouse in town. And you're like, wait, my budget does not afford that. So have that open conversation of, will I be expected to pay for my own meal or for the family? And it's very awkward, but you want to protect yourself. And that only helps protect your family that you don't get in a place or the bill comes and you're like, whoa, my credit card's full. I can't pay for that. Or, or whatever just like it that is. resentment that doesn't need to be there. Totally. That frustration that doesn't need to be there. And even if it's like, hey, I'd really like to con- contribute to, yes. to this dinner. Um, I've been saving up for a lot of things. I've, I'm just reallocating I think one of the greatest words or phrases I've heard somebody give about um trying to like address friends and family is that not saying I can't afford it Mm. because you could you're just choosing like I'm allocating funds differently my my funds are just being distributed in a different way so if you'd like to contribute, maybe you say, here's an example, just gonna throw it out there. Like, I'd like to contribute to dinner. I'm allocating my funds. I've been really good about yep. you know, covering some things that are really important to me right now. Um, can I just give you $40, $50 and just put it towards the bill? Right, right. Because then there's, again, I think we build the pressure up. We put expectations on ourselves. And then we get upset. We might we go can't. into... We might go into like the self-talk that's negative and that doesn't help you or in you, any situation. You want to get the cocktail. You want to enjoy the bottle of wine that's been bought at the table. And you're like, but I can't give the money to contribute to the bottle of wine. So then you're just in this awkward dinner the whole time where you want that glass of wine, but you can't really pay for it. So it just clears the air. I've um, It's been interesting in my family just to kind of, as we all adult. And also if that is a priority for you, what are you doing leading up? We're talking a lot about December, but what are you leading up to that point um, that's going to help? And maybe to go back to Thanksgiving, because this is when this episode is going to come out. If you're expected to contribute a dish, or maybe because you are an adult now, you're expected to contribute money to pay for the large, if you're eating meat at Thanksgiving, like the large turkey or ham, um, how can you how can you help that? Or if I'm becoming more and more plant-based. If I went home, maybe I don't want the ham. So I'm expected to bring my own dish because my parents are already putting so much money and time into X meal. Um, it's my my turn to step up and do my own thing. <laughs> With all my dietary instructions, I try and bring something that's of the dietary needs for other people. Yep. Um, but yeah, I just think, yeah, I think as you become an adult, there's, there's these choices that I think are just like, for some reason, either you grow up and you're just expected to click into them or just follow suit. But like the reality is, is you got to ask the question. Got to ask the question. And you just got to choose. And if you host a dinner, it's expensive for your friends. So don't be shy to ask, hey, friends, I'd love to host you for dinner. I'm not in a place 
I like what you said. Not and that's a bad saying. I like what you just shared. Yeah, you you don't want to ever put yourself in a you negative connotation because it doesn't help you right. do anything. So if you're going over to friends and uh you know, they're big wine drinkers um but say it's a little bit less it's more affordable for you to, you know, put together a salad. Right. Be like, "Hey, can I contribute anything? I've been like really craving this salad. Can I bring it?" Right. Um I think there's like ways to do things or if you're in a position and you really want to be that person that kind of can give to the group. Yeah. You know, I'm sure you're that person that's already going to do it with no expectation attached to it. Um, but you know, just exude more of that. Like this is for the love of it and for everybody, because I do know that I've had friends where they, their love language is gift giving. Mm. So they expect a gift, but their love language is gift giving. So they're always going to try and up the gifts. And that's put me in a really uncomfortable position yeah. because I'm not. Can you a love off, language? But could you, if you can't give, can you say, can I come early and help? Exactly. Can I set the table? Can I, I don't know, pick up your friend and be the DD for the night? Like how, without spending any money, can you put forward your help? Um, I had a really good thought. Now I lost it, of course. That's another thing about the holidays oh, is oh, can we going. be uh, chauffeurs for each other? Yeah. Just recently, I asked Acacia. We live very near each other. And I was going out for drinks with a friend and I was going to Uber there. And I thought, gosh, I wonder what Acacia's doing right now. And I said, can you drive me there? And she's like, yeah, I can't pick you up after, which is fine. But I don't know why you and I have never driven each other to at least a place where we wanted to have a couple drinks. Yeah. Um, I think it's great if we can just put that out more. I'm going to say to all my actual friends that I know that are listening if you know that you're going to a party and I'm around the area and you know, I'm not going to that party, um, just reach out and be like, Hey, is there any way I can get driven here? Because a, that gives me a reason to hang out with you. Yes. And holidays are sometimes so crazy pants that you don't get to hang out with all the people. So like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're asking me for a favor, but then I get to hang out with you and I'm keeping you safe. I am, you know, it saves you all a couple bucks. I well, mean, $10 on a cab, that's $10 on a drink for you. Yeah, it's <laughs> it all comes around. We we kind of, between you and I, I know that there's like sushi rolls owing either way, I'm sure. Actually, I think I we're good right now, sushi but, rolls. but we're not there. But it's just that kind of, it's also giving. So like you yeah. can drive, it's going to cost you what, 30 cents in gas and you already paid insurance. So it doesn't really make a difference insurance wise. Exactly. And I think that's another way you can contribute to like all the greater society. Right. And just like adulting in the holidays. I wanted to ask you, is this a Canadian thing? And growing up, Mm -hmm. whenever you went to maybe a family friends, did you always ask, can I bring anything? Because you kind of touched on it, but I feel it is my like, now I'm realizing it may be more being around non-Canadians, but it's like my Canadian duty to ask, can I bring anything? Even if the person says no, I feel obligated to bring something. I don't think it's a Canadian thing. I think it's a courtesy thing like but I around feel, the world. I just feel like the idea of bringing, and I, when I say bring something, I'm not talking like diamonds and stuff. It's like you bring a bottle of wine, even if it's a casual dinner. I, I I think it's like a culture thing. I think we're in a family thing because hmm. there's definitely times and and people that that's just their thing that they do naturally and it's not for other people. Yep. 
Um, I do want to ask you, what's your favorite holiday tradition thing that you and your family have or that you've created yourself? Um, I think this will be our last question of this podcast, too. Yeah. Uh, I would say... I'm really proud of how my family is trying more and more to do experiences or really think more about gift giving. And I think combining budgets has really helped with that. So it's less of like three crappy iPods and you get the newest iPhone. That's like a really weird comparison, but it's it's combining our money to invest in items or experiences that are more valuable to the person. Going to see a show, paying yeah. for that like energy session. Paying for Cirque du Soleil tickets versus oh, go and get a manicure. It's like, yeah, combining money to fulfill some strong needs and strong wants. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? I still love my pajamas on Christmas Eve. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. I, I, that's the one. If I'm okay with changing everything as I get older and adapting all the things. Yeah. But that's the one that I just really, really like because it's the only time I buy pajamas that's so cool i don't ever buy pajamas it's the only time i get right right pajamas so that's the one and um back to experiences i think that's great um i want art shows oh yes dancers art shows buy support local i think we're going to kind of wrap it up there and i just want to encourage review write comments like share and also please share your other holiday traditions obviously we talked a lot about december and christmas because that's when we celebrate if you have any interesting family traditions um, that we don't know about and maybe it really insightful about gift wrapping please share on instagram yes. and you know the next holiday will be coming up is uh valentine's day so let's do a whole episode on that oh my gosh, That's, that's going to be some time later. Thank you for listening to the Adulting Podcast. We will talk to you soon. Have an awesome one. Thank you for listening to the Adulting Podcast with Anna and Acacia. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to our podcast for episodes every two weeks. And give us a like. That Google human likes when people give podcasts a thumbs up to know who's cool. If you want to follow our friendship, follow us on Instagram at adulting, that's adulting with three A's, or on our personal pages at Anna underscore Duke and Acacia DB. We've included this all in our show notes for a one-stop easy click. We've included all of this in our show notes below.